Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. You can view the live stream on Facebook at Mother Miriam Live. Now, here's Mother Miriam. Good morning, beloved family. How are you doing? Um, All of last week was the um, fall fun drive for the Station of the Cross, and all of you did so wonderfully in helping them uh, stay in business and helping all of us remain on the air. It's really a partnership between all of you wonderful listeners and all the gifts and skills of uh, the staff uh, at the Station of the Cross. So I'm I'm just so thrilled for that. And here we are back at uh, LifeSite News. We had um, a series of pre-recorded programs um, because of the fun drive at the Station of the Cross. So now we're back, all of us together, and I'm so, so thrilled for that. And you know, it's it's difficult to keep up with headlines. Um this Mother Miriam Live is not a news broadcast, but um, uh, who of us cannot keep up with the news today? And our heart is specifically for the restoration of the family, which is the cell of civil society. It's the key to all of humanity is family. But everything that's happening today is aimed at the destruction of the family, everything. Everything going on in government, all the corruption, um, abortion, same-sex so-called marriage, um, Marxism, uh, everything that's flooding, the evil flooding our world today, uh, has all to do with the destruction of the family. If you read the website of Black Lives Matter, it has to do with the destruction of the nuclear family, the U.N., Uh, so many things to destroy the family, to spread contraception all over the world, abortion, um, uh, and utterly to destroy marriage altogether. So uh, if it's not between one man and one woman, it's not marriage. So all kinds of so-called marriages, even now three partners and all of that abomination Um, is made legal in different parts of the world. People can make all kinds of sin legal, beloved, but it's not from God, and it will not bring them to heaven. There's a narrow road that leads to heaven and the wide road that that leads to hell, and our Lord said many are on that wide road, and both roads have a sign this way to heaven, both of them. There's no road sign this way to hell. It says this way to heaven, and what you do matters not. The consequences of your choices, your act, matters not. Kill as many babies as you want. Um, it doesn't make any difference. The state has make it, made it legal, so you're not doing anything wrong. Oh, yes, we are. Oh, yes, murder is sin no matter what the state says, um, what the government says. It is sin. It is murder. There's no other term for abortion but murder. There is no other term but murder 
as Mother Teresa said, we commit murder, uh, any kind of evil to get what we want or to not get what we don't want. It's We're in a tragic state, beloved. And I, I uh, saw in the headlines uh, oh, a couple of days ago that France now has outlawed homeschooling. We've been talking about getting your children out of public school because they now have a Marxist agenda and your children will be destroyed more so than they've already been destroyed. Um, even in Catholic schools, it, very few Catholic schools are truly Catholic. And so the teachers, if they call themselves Catholic, they no longer believe, they're not practicing. And there's only a handful that are truly good and uh, worthy of sending your children to. Um, and so I've been harping on homeschooling because that's God's design. God never intended for us to raise our children from conception through birth and then through ages three, four, and five, and then send them out to child care or schools or kindergartens and give them out to the world, even if it's a so-called Catholic world. God didn't intend that. We are stewards of our children, and God gave children to parents to raise them, not to turn them over to the world. And um, it's so now when we've been trying to, when we're waking up late, but waking up uh, finally and trying to look into homeschooling, the government uh, has done two things. One has developed our government here in the United States have developed homeschooling programs free. They'll send the parents curriculum for free. And so Marxism and uh, debauchery, immorality is now being fed into homes. And the parents say, well, it's homeschooling. It's, it's home feeding your children poison. Any curriculum from public schools needs to be burnt. It just needs to be burnt, beloved. I know not everybody agrees, um, but again, look at the history books and all people need to do to eliminate our past and our identity is to rewrite the, the history books, which they've done, um, or eliminate some uh, vital matters of history. So now uh, parents are getting wise to that. And we put out a homeschool newsletter. Our previous newsletter was all about homeschooling. And we gave you a, a list of homeschooling programs and resources for materials. And so now homeschooling in England was outlawed. In France, it's being outlawed as of 2021. That's just coming up in a few months. Um, our freedoms are gradually being taken away. And I think, beloved, we need to use every minute we have to begin to live the Catholic life. We have not lived because we have not been forced to live it. And if we don't live it, we will be taken over by an evil system, a one-world government that is going to let nothing stand in its way. There's an article by um, Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigeno, previous um, um, nuncio to America, and the headline from LifeSite News says that um, Vice, ex-Vice President Biden, his win, a Biden win, 
would create new, a new ally for apop, apocalyptic dictatorship of the new world order. The new world order, beloved, will be nothing less than a dictatorship. It will control you. And if you want to know, if you fight that and you say, forget it, we're not going to be controlled. We already have let ourselves be controlled. We just gave, we turned over overnight to lockdowns and masks and closing churches. And we did it. We've already given in. Bars stayed open. Uh, gambling casinos stayed open. Planned Parenthood was packed for abortions. The Muslim mosques were packed while uh, Christian churches uh, allowed 10 people or 10% or 25% or none. And we, we just went along with it. We allowed ourselves to be shut down and controlled overnight. Completely illegal. The church, the state has no right, no governor has any right over the church. And yet the bishops just gave them the, gave them the power. We say that the enemy, Satan, has no right over us unless we give it to him. And we've given it to him. Uh, it, it's... It's as simple and as dangerous uh, as that. So um, we don't intend to give the devil uh, power over us, but I think, (coughs) excuse me, the situation with the coronavirus has shown us how quickly that evil people with an evil agenda will use any circumstance to take control of the world. And um, as uh, Hillary Clinton and others have said, we cannot let a crisis go to waste, a good crisis go to waste. So um, if we want to um, understand that the whole coronavirus situation, it's a real virus, I don't question that, but what was done with it I need to say is a sham, and it was used to control um, the uh, destruction of religion um, and abuse of people uh, by doing things that the government has no power to do, and they just took the power, and we submitted and gave it to them. Um, So we were pawns, and we still are. And so I think it should frighten us to see how quickly we have just let people uh, rob us of our freedoms. We didn't have to let them do that. We didn't have to let them do that. There's been a case of Grace Community Church, John MacArthur, the pastor. They have a congregation of six, 7,000. Um, it's a church I was uh, quite... Um, happy to be a part of in my evangelical Protestant years. They have never given in to the government. They have never. They've gone to court and they've won each time because of logic, because they make sense. If you're going to shut us down, shut down the bars, shut down Planned Parenthood, shut down the mosques, shut down um, the protests. What kind of social distancing and protests? It's insane. Uh, it, it's all a lie from the devil, beloved. And um, they've been able to point that out and so far have not closed their church. In fact, their congregation is multiplying because they will not be defeated by the devil and by lies. That's an example for all of us. 
There's the music for our break, beloved, and we will return right after this break. And call in with anything on your heart, toll-free, 1-877. Love learning more about the church, but confused or disheartened by the struggles we are facing today? Follow LifeSite News Catholic on Facebook, Twitter, or sign up for LifeSite Catholic emails. And stay up to date on the constant stream of news about the Catholic Church. Our church is at a time of crisis, and we as laity have a responsibility and a duty to educate ourselves and stay true to the faith. LifeSite News Catholic is dedicated to keeping the laity informed and educated. To follow us, go to Facebook or Twitter and search LifeSite News Catholic. As Mother Miriam always says, we must live as if it were true. Are you ready for full contact Catholicism? This is Jesse Romero from the Terry and Jesse Show. Each weekday, we're talking about the things that matter to Catholics. Spiritual warfare, Marian devotion, tradition, and staying strong in your faith in this culture of death. I hope you'll join us. Give us a call during the show at 888-526-2151. It's the Terry and Jesse Show. 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Heard around the world on the iCatholic radio app. This is Rick Paolini and Father Jacek Mazur. Join us every Sunday morning. We'll be delving into the diary of St. Maria Faustina and discussing the topics important in your life. Whether you're wrestling with willpower or praying for patience, God uses the diary to speak to your struggles. So tune in for Divine Mercy in My Soul every Sunday morning at 11. And catch the Encore presentation every Tuesday evening at 8. Jesu ufam tobie. Jesus, I trust in you. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, uh, to Mother Miriam Live. And you know... Um, the article I was going to read, an interview with Archbishop uh, Carlo Maria Vigano. Um, it's a bit lengthy. I think it's extremely important. It talks about the danger we will be in if uh, if Joe Biden wins the presidential election. It'll be complete, complete evil, evil. And um, I don't know how to stress to you the importance of stopping uh, that from happening at all costs. Um, if we vote for our current president, forget personality, forget uh, performance at debates, forget it all. Not because those things are not factors, but because our life is at stake, the life of our children, the life of our families. The only uh, chance, not eliminating the divine providence that we have of gaining more freedom, more time um, uh, to get our lives together is by uh, President Trump being reelected. And so 
I would beg you on my knees. I would do anything I could to convince you of that. And if you think that abortion is comparable to other issues, such as even some of our bishops have said they will not vote for Biden uh, because they think abortion is is important, but there are other factors as well um, uh, at stake, uh, immigration and other things, climate control. That, to me, is insanity. That is insanity. To be sane is to see things as they are. To be insane is to see things as they are not. And there's no way to compare the direct murder of a child with climate control and immigration and children in cages and anything else anyone would bring up. I've said before, if you had a little baby and someone gave you your child and someone gave you a choice, let's say climate control was a real thing and the world is going to be destroyed in 10 years or whatever it is that some say, 12 years, whatever it is, and say, okay, um, if you vote for this man, your child will be dead in 12 years. If you vote for this man, um, we're going to put a knife through your child and rip him piece by piece apart on the spot. Are you? What kind of choice is that? You'd say, give my child a chance. We'll see what happens in 12 years. Uh, it, it's an insanity to think that anything that anything compares with the direct murder of a child in its mother's womb. There is no comparison on earth. Are there other evils? Yes. Are there other dangers? Yes. Does anything compare with direct murder? There's nothing. I don't, I I can't imagine anyone coming up with, uh, Uh, Any comparison to direct murder, thou shalt not kill. That is from the God of all creation, who alone has the power, or should, over life and over death. From, um, how do we say, from the womb to the tomb. From the birth until natural death. If we kill someone because they're elderly and their life has no meaning and they're going to die anyway, we are committing murder. There's no such thing as assisted suicide or mercy killing. It is simply murder. And if we use the words that uh, are true, we may uh, be dealing with reality more. So we need, if, if we say abortion is safe and legal, how could murder be safe? For whom? Not the one who's murdered. How could it be legal? It's not legal. The laws may be passed that it's legal, but that's got nothing to do with God. That's God's creation. We have no right to take a life. We have no right. And we should say, instead of abortion, we should just call it murder. Safe and legal murder. How on earth could anyone say that is safe and legal? It, 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 is, it is a... The deception from hell. Anyone that agrees with it either has stopped thinking or they have been taken over by the enemy himself. Now, um, I'm going to 
begin to take your calls, beloved, because even before the next break, because all last week we weren't able to take them because of the fun drive. Um, And again, I'm so grateful for all of you who uh, supported and continue to support the Station of the Cross by your gifts. I, I think... Uh, the online fund drive is over. It was concentrated for five days, but it's not over at the Station of the Cross. So if you haven't given to the Station of the Cross, um, you can still call and give uh, whatever it is, a dollar, five dollars, a million dollars, whatever is on your heart to give between you and God. You can give at their website, stationofthecross.com. So that's not over. We need them 24-7. Um, so I will take your calls, and the toll-free number to call is one eight seven seven five one one five four eight three, or email at mother at the station of the cross dot com. We have a call from Teresa in Central New York. Hi, Teresa. Hi, mother. Thank you so much for taking my call. Okay, dear. Thank um, you. I've had this on my heart for a really long time. It bothers me a lot, and I'm very conflicted about it. So in our diocese. Um, Children of lesbian and gay couples are being baptized into the faith in the church. And I, I know that you need baptism for salvation and to, you know, be adopted children. But I feel like it's almost a mockery. It is. Living like that and then publicly celebrating this, this new quote-unquote no. family, I feel like it's, it's, I just feel like it's so wrong. It's what the do devil's think? doing, Teresa. It's the devil's doing. When we baptize a child, know how important baptism is. When we baptize a child, we agree to raise that child in the Catholic faith. There is no way that a homosexual couple can raise a child in the Catholic faith when they are living in sin, in mortal sin. Homosexuality is grave, grave sin. No homosexual who is practicing their homosexuality um, can enter heaven, and there's no way they can lead a child to heaven. And when we baptize that child and make him a child of God spiritually and then lead him to hell, we have not done that child a favor. Yes, that's what I, That's exactly along the lines of what I'm thinking. And I, when I called our diocese because it bothered me so much, um, I was basically told that we we should not um, deny a child the right to baptism. And I've said, but these parents alone wouldn't even be eligible to be sponsors because of the way that they're living. It's a mockery. And I was told I was being judgmental, as usual. Well, the thing is, uh, we are to be judgmental. We cannot judge people's hearts. But we must judge what God has told us. If no homosexual will enter heaven, how could we entrust a child to two homosexuals who are going to raise that child in Satan's kingdom, not God's? That's not judgmental. If someone commits murder, we can't judge their heart. We can't judge their state of mind. But we judge the act. We must. And so we right. say, well, you can't do that. Well, I don't so know I'm, what else. I mean, I can't. Yeah. Uh, I shame can't on the diocese. Whoever you spoke to, whoever the bishop is, shame mm-hmm. on them. Mm-hmm. To tell us to Fair not too. be judgmental yeah. is to say on a matter that has to do with the, the commandments of God, uh, we're saving lives. 
uh, we must be judgmental. Not, again, we can't judge people's motives or hearts, but we must judge their acts. And if any priest baptizes a baby uh, brought to them by two men or two women living in mortal sin, it, 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 they, they're not doing anybody any good. Thank you, Mother. Thank you. Okay. All right, Teresa. God bless you, sweetheart. That's a, it, it's hard. People are going to say, you have no compassion. What about the baby? I, I'm, I'm, what a, doesn't God care for these babies? We're, we're talking about what God has said. Homosexuals will, will, if they don't repent and they practice a life of homosexuality, which two men living together and adopting a baby is, are going to do, um, then they won't be in heaven. They're on their way to hell. And how could any priest um, support their so-called non-union by baptizing a child that is going to be brought into that evil situation? Okay, Teresa, I think you're off the line now. So, All right. God bless you, my dear one. We have an email from Claudine. Uh, Claudine says, hello, Mother, and God bless you. Surely the Holy Spirit has led me to your video tonight because last night I was listening to a video by Queen of Peace Media and I decided to visit their website, Countdown to the Kingdom, where there are many prophets, so to speak, sharing messages given to them by Our Lady and also by God. I happened to read one of the messages given to, and, and she names a name, And she's quoting from this so-called prophet. I'm not going to say this name on the air, beloved, because this, I don't know whether this is an approved prophet or not by the church. Uh, So I'm not going to give you that name. I am going to read the message that Claudine has printed from the prophet because I have read it from 10 places now. And I think, and it, it, it fits in with the prophecies of Our Lady of La Salette and Akita and Fatima and Good Success. And uh, I know Garabandal and Medjugorje are not approved uh, uh, apparitions by the church, but all these things, uh, what's written here has come from many prophets and several of whom have been approved. So I'm just going to read this to you. Um, and this is the message that she read on the website, Countdown to the Kingdom, by one prophet who claims that uh, Our Lady spoke to her and said this, quote, and I'm reading this to you because though many people are against this, including some bishops, um, I'm not telling you all this is approved by the church, but... I'm letting you know that I personally believe it. So I could be put in the place of a heretic who's, be, who's spreading heresy, but I tell you what, to me, it's the case where if you see a house on fire, you could be delusional. But if you see it's on fire, you need to tell people to get out. And other people will say, come on, there's plenty of time. There's no fire there. And you know how long it's going to take for the fire to get to them. Don't scare people. And if I think it's going to dangerous to their lives, I'm not going to let anyone stop me because, again, if I see a truck coming, uh, I'm going to let you know. 
So um, as soon as we come back from this break, beloved, I'm going to read you this message that I happen to think is valid and you can do with it as you wish. Um, and also call in toll-free with whatever is on your heart. Um, toll-free 877 511 And we will be uh, right back after this break. Michael, hang on the phone. LifeSite News is an international news agency devoted to defending life and family and restoring Christian culture. We aim to educate and activate our readers with the information they need to fight the most crucial battles of our day in their churches, workplaces, and families. Our motto is Caritas in Veritate, love in truth. We firmly believe that promoting the truth is an act of love, however hard it is to hear. Over the last 20 years, we have built a reputation for uncompromising reporting, no matter the cost. LifeSite News is by far the most popular pro-life website on the internet with over 40 million unique users every year and growing. Check us out at LifeSiteNews.com. This is Mother Miriam, host of Mother Miriam Live, to let you know that there is a magnificent array of programs that originate from the Station of the Cross, such as Stand Out for Life with Jim Havens and Father Imbarato. They pray for and discuss the pro-life movement each Saturday morning live at 9 a.m. Eastern. You can also listen to Stand Out for Life anytime as a podcast on the iCatholic Radio mobile app. The Station of the Cross thanks our financial supporters who have enabled us to broadcast Catholic programs for more than 20 years. As a nonprofit lay organization not affiliated with your diocese, our apostolate is listener-supported. Through your generosity, we're able to inspire countless listeners with the gospel message and help lead them to a parish to be spiritually nourished by the sacraments. Thank you for your continued support, and may God bless you and your family. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back to Mother Miriam Live, beloved. Um, we have a call from uh, Michael, and I, uh, let me just interrupt this uh, call to say that I'm about to read um, uh, Claudine's email where she puts the, a prophecy uh, from the website of Countdown to the Kingdom that sums up many of the messages that are seem to be coming in today. And because I personally... Uh, think it's true. I can't verify that it's true. The church has not, but it it is uh, a compilation of a uh, lady's messages of scripture, of many things that have been prophesied and approved. So I'm going to read it to you, but we're going to take Michael's call first. Michael from Boston. Hello, Michael. 
Hello, Mother Miriam. First of all, let me set up. I say I apologize for my voice. Uh, back in July, I had some surgery where they accidentally threw through a breathing um, tube, whacked oh. into my uh, vocal cords. Oh. So here I am, sound like Mickey Mouse or a mafia oh, gun, whatever it is. Dear, dear soul. You know, let me just interrupt you, Michael, to say... You know, if you had a medical procedure that took away your vocal cord, be one thing. But when we have surgery and and it's an accident, we could live with that regret and bitterness the rest of our life. But when we're Catholic, we trust the providence of God to have let that surgeon's hand slip, right? Well, you're you're right on the money because I grew up. My father used to say, "Hey, if you're having a bad day, look to the left or the right." There's always somebody worse off. We kill that candy. You're right out to help them. But I want to tell you something. Yes. I was, I uh, was very motivated by you, and uh, this past week because I listened. I was in the hospital for nine weeks, and Ooh. I had I had a nurse. I had a nurse smuggle me in a, a transistor radio because you couldn't have visitors, you know. And oh. so I was able to listen to the station of the cross because I got a transistor radio with batteries and. Uh, I listen to you every single day and Jerry and Debbie and all the shows and that helped me get through my process of um, a couple of major surgeries, but whatever. And um, and I was really, really motivated this week when I heard you and Jerry and Debbie. It made me motivated to open up my wallet a bit and um, I want to say, I'm going to tell you that. You take a high, I'm going to tell you something. You, just like Mother Angelica, you both went up against the real hard knocks of them. And again, most bishops, most bishops and cardinals are good, but there's a group of them that, boy, God, I don't want to say nothing. I'll have to go to confession. But they're not doing the right thing, and they will stand against you or me when we want to hear the truth, and you putting it out there, that motivates and it's not just me. You're motivating a lot of Catholics. Oh, well. And you know what? I, let me tell you something, Mother. I, I have friends who are former Protestants. They're the best Catholics because they get a whole bunch of zeal. Because it's almost like they found out a secret. I was tell me the secret because the church, the secret, the church that Christ established. That's right. That's right. Dearest Michael, and you know, I bless you for your encouragement, and it's because of you and an army like you that keeps Station of the Cross on the air, so we're in this together. We are in this together, and I'm so grateful. Mother, I'll tell you, I've been still currently a police officer in Boston 35 years. I'm out sick right now because of this, but I'll tell you, yeah, you come across a lot of people, and if they could only get this message, the world would be a better place. And yeah. that's why you got to keep these radio stations on with the Catholic EWTN and the Station of the Cross, because it is medicine. Yeah, yep, it is. It is. Michael, you're a dear soul. Are you home now? I am, I am, Mother, and I'm telling you, um, I'm going to try to, i got to go back to my doctor soon, but um, hopefully I'll get <laughs> a voice back. All right, but, God's you know, will, God's I'm not, will. I'm not ready to retire, but if I have to, I'll find something else to do that will be productive. And oh, thank I know. you once again for all that you do. And okay? thanks for all your service all these years as a policeman, Michael. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. 
we have Nellie on the phone from Ottawa. Hello, my friend. Hello, Mother Miriam. How are you? I'm, I'm all right. You recovered from your strep throat there. Thank I you did. God. God bless you. Yes, Nellie. Thank you. And thanks for your email. I, pre- I appreciate your prayers, Nellie. My pleasure. My pleasure, Mother. Uh, yes, uh, Mother, as, as you know, you know, I've told you before, I'm one of those prodigal children that came back to the Lord. And I think that zest and fire makes uh, makes it unstoppable. And when I speak, the world might sound, think, oh, she's nuts or something. But as long as God knows my passion, and this is the passion. You're not nuts. Life. You're in love. <laughs> I am more than in You're love. You're in love with God and, and his church. And that's that's yeah, what we should all be. Persecution, and in persecution, we should embrace and rejoice. Like Mother Angelica used to say, you are... The, uh, the the Jewish version of Mother Angelica. Uh, and God bless you for the work you do. And, you know, when we stand up and we have to push back with these bishops, because, Mother, um, some of the things that is happening, as you know, this is not of God. And we have to push back because when we meet Christ, and he's going to ask us, and what did you do about That's it? That's right. We're That's not right. Going to say, Father, let me explain. You know, there was political this and that. Uh, Mother, we have to be willing to lay our lives for Christ. Good for you, Nellie. Like those, like those uh, this, uh, disciples did. If we're not, then we are not Catholic. Good we're for you. And, and Peter, our first pope, our first Jewish pope, Peter, St. Peter, said that all who live godly uh, in this present world will be persecuted. If we're That's not being sure. persecuted, we're not living as true Catholics all the way. Amen, amen. Uh, I say to that. And this is the thing, whether it's an individual priest that seems to be wavering under this pressure of the corona rubbish and all this, Mother, yeah. we have to wake people up because, like Christ said, if you do not warn them, then their blood is in your hand. We, you have, got to, it. we have to be able to really put our faith to test. The West is not do not know what persecution means. And in some ways we need to get a taste of persecution. And I think God is I think God agrees with you, Nellie. I think that's why he's putting this on us. That, uh, that, because, Mother, uh, you know, like uh, for me, this is being from the Middle East, you know, I'm Lebanese and maybe that's the that's the cultural the difference that you get to see and understand yeah. where is the faith. The faith is not here at all. I'm sorry to say I've been in Canada. It's for hard to find it. You're very right. It's hard to find it. People call themselves Catholic, but they wouldn't be as someone else said arrested for being Catholic. And this is where we have to put these bishops and priests and cardinals. They're a great one. Thank God for Bishop Vigino and many Strickland and many of those that I pray for them, and that these are the models that bishops should be. If they're not mother, I'm sorry to say, yeah. these people have to derub and get out of the Catholic Church because they're, they're, when they meet God, God has infinite mercy on them because they are held more to the fires than the, the average person who knows very little or no better. Yeah, to whom much is, is given, much is required. We have to be exactly, we have to be the body of Christ, and at whatever the cost is, we should or we should not dare to call ourselves Catholic. God bless you, Nellie. I agree with you, and I can, I can just hear the hearts of many out there listening who, who say, thank God for Nellie. Uh, you're right, and they're with you, and we're with you, and I'm certainly with you, Nellie, and I appreciate your call. God bless you, my dear one. God bless you. And we're going to go back now to Claudine's email, 
and Claudine has uh, from the website of Countdown to the Kingdom um, uh, written out a message from Our Lady to a particular prophet, um, but I'm reading it not because I know that that prophet has been approved by the church. I do not know that, but because I've been reading quite a bit and because this message um, is consistent with many, many, many messages that are coming out today. And and I tell you before, I'll tell you again, um, I put myself on the line to tell you I believe it. If I'm wrong, blessed be God that I'm wrong. But if I'm right, uh, God help us if we are right in believing this and that we keep it to ourselves. So now I'm going to read the message supposedly from Our Lady to this one prophet. Uh, but again, this message is multiplied through many people. Quote from Our Lady, Dear children, thank you for having listened to my call in your hearts. I ask you to never abandon prayer. It will be the only weapon that will protect you. The church is in conflict. Bishops against bishops. Cardinals against cardinals. Pray for America, because there will be great conflicts with China. My children, I ask you to make reserves of food for at least three months. I had already told you that the freedom granted to you would be an illusion. You will be forced once again to stay in your homes. But this time, it will be worse, because civil war is near. The New World Order has already programmed everything, and they want to manipulate your DNA and your minds. This is a project of Satan. I remind you to pay attention to vaccines. My children, do not accumulate money, because a day will come when you will not be able to acquire anything. Famine will be severe, and the economy is about to be destroyed. Pray and increase prayer senegals. Consecrate your homes and prepare altars within them. These are the warnings for these times. Open your hearts and let the flame of the love of my son Jesus enter them. Do not be far from God. Everything now will depend upon your choice. I bless you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. End quote. Claudine says, when I read this last night, Mother, I was very troubled because it is going to be exceedingly difficult to accumulate enough food for three months. I don't know about that, Claudine. We have already done that here. And we bring, every time we go shopping, we bring back another case of water. And we've got uh, uh, 25, 50-pound bags of rice and beans. And that's enough. We could have rice and beans uh, for every meal. Uh, there's a lot of food you could buy, dried fruits, dried vegetables, uh, things that don't need to be cooked because you may not have electricity either. Um, nuts, many uh, different t- times of, uh, kinds of nuts for protein. Um, Claudine says, but I take Our Lady very seriously, and I prayed and asked her if I should really start saving food to last me for at least three months. And tonight... When I found your video, one of the first things you mentioned was that by October, and here we are right now, we need to get enough food and water to last three months. So I have to assume that this is indeed the answer to my prayer. 
uh, my question to you is this. Um, will we be able to drink the tap water or must we buy bottled water? I think we need bottled water because I, our, our water and electricity might be cut off. Um, the only people that may have water to drink uh, from their tap are those that have a well. Um, then she says, must we buy canned goods only? In other words, will we have electricity to be able to use our stoves and ovens and fill our freezers? I would not count on it. I would not count on that. So again, um, you might buy uh, camping material so that you have uh, propane or a way uh, to cook or to build a fire without electricity. Um, uh, thank you, Mother, and God bless you. And then she leaves a prayer request um, that we will pray for um, uh, concerning her parents. Um, and we will come back uh, right after this break. It'll be our last segment, beloved. You're welcome to call in with anything on your heart, toll free, one 511 5483 or email at mother at the station of the cross.com. We'll be right back. We stand at a crossroads in history. We can stand up for life, family, and a Christian culture, or we can stand idly by while the fabric of society becomes fundamentally anti-life, anti-family, and anti-Christian, slowly leading to its own demise. LifeSite News is the leading defender of life, family, and Christian culture. Through our news reporting, we seek to educate readers with information and zeal. They need to fight the most crucial battles of our day. And we need your help to continue that mission. You can support LifeSite News by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Another way to support LifeSite is to prayerfully consider becoming a Sustain Life monthly donor to help us continue to save lives in the culture. To donate, visit give.lifesitenews.com forward slash sustain life. Our staff of over 40 and millions of future generations Thank you for helping to save the culture. The Station of the Cross thanks our financial supporters who have enabled us to broadcast Catholic programs for more than 20 years. As a nonprofit lay organization not affiliated with your diocese, our apostolate is listener supported. Through your generosity, we're able to inspire countless listeners with the gospel message and help lead them to a parish to be spiritually nourished by the sacraments. Thank you for your continued support, and may God bless you and your family. We offer several ways to view our programming grid, including at our website, thestationofthecross.com, and on our iCatholic Radio app. Just click the menu icon in the top left portion of our app and select the link to our programming grid. That's at thestationofthecross.com and on our free iCatholic Radio app for Android and Apple mobile devices.
Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. This is our last section, and again, you are welcome to call in. And we've got, oh, a good 10 minutes with anything on your heart, toll-free, 1-877-511-5483. Our lines are wide open right now. Or email at mother at com. We have a text from somebody who writes in anonymously and says, Good morning. I'd like to ask a question concerning my fiancé, who is a narcissist. My goodness, you have a fiancé who's a narcissist. Why would that person be your fiancé? That's going to be a very uh, unhappy marriage. When the illumination of the conscience happens, will he see how he has hurt his children and myself? Well, yes, he will. We will see the, with the illumination of conscience, we will, God will show us the sins of our entire life, of our entire life. And that's why we need to go to confession now, because it is expected that the illumination of conscience, otherwise known as the warning, will happen this fall. Again, if I'm wrong, I'll take it that I'm wrong. But I believe all this, all the reports coming out, and um, it, it is it is said that we will have the warning or illumination of conscience this fall, and that began September twenty first. We're now uh, October fifth, September twenty first, and will end December twenty first. So very soon, any day, the illumination of conscience, otherwise known as the warning. Uh, will we will experience it. every single soul in the world will experience it at the same time it is said it will last for about 15 minutes and during that time the only thing we will see is our entire life of sin and some people will be so utterly shocked that they will die from fright others um, will uh, repent, repent of everything, and as soon as the warning is over, run to the confessional. And others will not be uh, persuaded, and they will become demons on earth. Um, it's very, very serious. And so, um, yes, your fiance, uh, the narcissist. Um, will understand what he's doing to others and to himself um, when the illumination of conscience happens. Uh, he'll see how he's hurt his children and yourself. Now, it looks, it seems from this email that you're dating a man who is separated or divorced or annulled from his first wife and has children by a first marriage. Um, and that you're dating him. Well, to begin with, unless his marriage has been annulled, you should not be dating him. Um, And if he's a narcissist, you're in for trouble. You are in for a troubled marriage to date a narcissist that is somebody who is totally focused on themselves. It's a disease. They cannot care for other people. 
everything has to do. It's all about them. And then uh, this person asks, are there prayers I can say for him to be healed from being a narcissist? Um, well, yes, you can ask God to to humble him, to see himself sanely, to see himself as he truly is. The first step um, to any 12-step program is to admit who we are and what we are in the state that we're in. The first step to consecration to Jesus through the Blessed Mother, even through Joseph, is to acknowledge, is self-knowledge, to acknowledge where we're at. And a narcissist has to be helped to do that, to see that life revolves around them. It's a very unhappy existence for anyone married to a narcissist. So, um, yes, you can certainly pray. And again, I don't know. Um, um, I don't know what this situation is in your relationship. You might need to. You might call in to give me more information. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, let me see. Um, okay. Uh, someone has called in concerning the excerpt that I read uh, a moment ago from Countdown to the Kingdom. I think if you type in, uh, do a, a an engine search on Countdown to the Kingdom plus a prophecy for today or... Um, three months of food or you'll get all kinds of messages up. I don't have the exact um, URL address of that one. It wasn't given to me in the email. Um, But um, I think if you simply look it up, um, uh, we're not going to link it. Uh, We won't do that. Um, uh, James, we won't do that. Someone was saying we could link it. I'm not going to do that because, again, in order to do that, I would need to personally read it. I would need to check on this um, so-called prophet, and um, I would need to see if we can responsibly give that to you, which is why I did not mention the name of the prophet, only Countdown to the Kingdom. You can find many prophecies uh, with that message on countdown to the kingdom. But I, I don't want to go as far as mentioning, uh, I did mention Father Michelle Rodrigue, um, but I've not mentioned others and uh, don't wish to. Um, Father Michelle has not been approved. His bishop is against him as well. But again, his bishop does not believe in the warning or uh, the illumination of conscience and what is about to come upon us. His bishop doesn't believe all that, and so he's not going to believe. He's not going to approve Father Michelle's messages. We have an email from Caitlin. Caitlin says, um, uh, I guess whatever uh, program she listened to, she was appreciative of Father's words. She said, I have a curious question. Do religious sisters vote? Yes, Do cloistered nuns vote? Absolutely. We absolutely vote. Now, religious sisters, we go to the polls and vote. We do that because we are a contemplative, active order. And so we go and and we even bear witness um, at the polls, um, at our local voting place. Um, Cloistered nuns either get permission to go out and vote 
or um, they would send in uh, an absentee ballot. They would vote by mail. But yes, every single religious should vote. Every single priest, cardinal, pope, everyone, everyone should vote. Okay. Um, Let's see now. Uh, Thanks, dear Caitlin. God bless you. We have an email from Michael who says, Hello, Mother. I'm 34 and married with three kids. My wife and I were raised Catholic, but our families were culturally Catholic. They made us go to CCD, but the faith was not passed up. Oh, pardon me for my yawn. The faith was not passed on from our parents. Oh, that's so tragic, beloved. I want to say again, we're near the end of the program. I don't know if I'll be able to finish Michael's email. The faith has to be caught, not taught. If children don't see parents living the faith, if they're simply sent to CCD, if the faith is not lived at home, if the rosary is not prayed at home, um, the family doesn't pray at meals and, and, and pray daily together as a family and celebrate the feasts and all of that, your children will not be Catholic. You can take them to church. You can take them to CCD. They will not. They'll be cultural Catholics. They will never know the faith. They will never personally know the God who loved them and gave themselves for them if the faith is not lived at home. Michael, dear one, we will take your email first tomorrow. God bless all of you, and we'll speak with you tomorrow.